informed, outspoken, wild, fearless, hardly ever politically correct. This is the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. This is Trent. It is March 16th. As some of you like to say, Austin 316, March 316. I don't know. My favorite is John 316. But anyways, happy March Madness Day. This is, you know, this is like basketball players Christmas. It's a lot of fun. Hopefully you filled out our March Madness bracket because it's going to be a lot of fun in there. We got a fancy football dude's apron. I think it's pretty cool. A little spatula with headphones on. I love it. Most of you have said you loved it. If you don't love it, you can just keep those thoughts to yourself. But anyways, this is Thursday's Thoughts with Trent or... Yeah, Thursday's thoughts with Trent. It's a be. It's just I'm enjoying doing this. I'm enjoying whispering in your ears once a week by myself. Solo, do, yolo, solo is what they say. It's March Madness, and March Madness is a lot of fun. I understand upset Cinderella stories, Sweet Sixteens. I get it. The NFL has not done anything major yet, signing wise, offensive wise. There's still some big names out there. My prediction, I think Deshaun Watson finds a home today, and everybody quits talking about March Madness. People will keep talking about March Madness, but some for some reason, the NFL finds a way to always be ahead of all the headlines, and I could just see them stealing some of March Madness's thunder today. So that's just my opinion. Again, it's Wednesday night. And these are just some of the thoughts I have going through my mind right now. I really appreciate you guys listening to them. So, I like I said, I think Deshaun Watson is going to find a team today. I guess signed is the wrong word. But someone's going to trade for him or something. There's going to be some big news. So keep those Adam Schefter tweets on alert. That's my favorite thing. That's my biggest fantasy football hack. Or Ian Rappaport. I actually prefer him over Adam Schefter. He doesn't like bring up people's retirements when they aren't really retiring. Honestly, my biggest complaint about Brady not sticking to his retirement is I wish when Schefter leaked that story, he would have just said, no, I'm not retiring. What are you talking about? Instead of dragging it on for, was it even two months? I heard the I heard the MLB lockout was longer than Brady's retirement. So I wish that Brady would have just, as soon as that got leaked, said, no, no one's telling me what to do. I'm going to stay. I wish that's when he would have made his announcement that he was not retiring. Anyways, it is what it is. But some of the news that's going on right now, I said Deshaun Watson. Did did you guys, uh, the Falcons informed Matt Ryan that they are seeking a deal with Deshaun Watson. If I'm Matt Ryan... I'm praying they do a deal for Deshaun Watson. And I would say, please include me in that trade. Because, yeah, the Houston Texans are a dumpster fire, but you at least got Brandon Cooks and some other maybe potential, like uh, Davis Mills put together a decent fantasy season in Houston. If I'm Matt Ryan, I'd say, sign me up. Go give Deshaun Watson all you got for me. But put me in the deal. I want a package deal. Send me to Houston. I'd be totally cool with that, but who are we kidding? The Falcons are not going to be getting Deshaun Watson. The only reason they're bringing this up is they're just trying to hire the stakes for the Saints, 
and the Panthers, because both of them are showing a lot of interest in Deshaun Watson as well. So I think the Falcons are just trying to say, hey, Houston, we'll give you this and just increase the increase the buy. I don't, you know, make it a little better deal, make them have to work for it, raise his price. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to raise the water level for Deshaun Watson. They are playing, man, I don't, I'm going to say 40 checkers because I don't think the Falcons are capable of playing 40 chess at the moment. I did like what they did with Cordero Patterson for a lot of the season though. So I think Deshaun Watson makes his move today. There's been some uh, rumblings that maybe the Browns are trading for him. The Browns put together a little package that he, they would maybe help him with his self-image in the community, you know, to kind of make people not believe the old stuff. So I, I heard Deshaun Watson kind of liked that. I, and then Baker Mayfield sent out that real big tweet about how he's so thankful for all his time in Cleveland. So... I, I just just looking at Baker Mayfield, I don't he gets a bad rap and I know you guys are getting tired of me saying that, but it's the honest truth because he just he he was hurt, he had a couple snow games and I know Cleveland you're not going to have good weather, but look at that game what he did against the Chiefs week 1. He had a great game and he was thrown against he was throwing with no-name wide receivers. He put up some pretty good numbers in that game, if you go look at that week one game. But Baker Mayfield has had Baker Mayfield had a 22 touchdowns to five pass interception ratio and 100.6 passer rating in his 16 games prior to fracturing his shoulder in week six, 2021. He had an 11 to 10 pass to TD interception ratio and 72-8 rating after fracturing his shoulder. So let's just uh, stop saying he wasn't good before the injury. He was a very capable NFL quarterback that could, maybe he's not going to win you a bunch of games. He's not going to lose you a bunch of games either, though. He's very, he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jimmy Garoppolo's had a really good season here. If I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, unless you get me Deshaun Watson, I do not want Baker gone. If you want to draft another quarterback and groom him, that's fine. But if there's anything... If there's anything that's true, it's the Cleveland Browns do not know how to get good quarterbacks. Baker is their best quarterback they have had in my lifetime. I was, you know, since they re-got their they got their team back. So I think stay with Baker. You have the offensive line. You got Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is going. I'm not doing my bounce back wide receivers today, but it's next week. Amari Cooper is definitely a bounce back wide receiver for me. If you can trade for him in Dynasty Leagues, I would do that. If they get Deshaun Watson, he is a huge buy for me. But at the moment, yes, I he's going to get more targets than he was in Dallas. There's less mouths to feed. They just got rid of their tight end. They had they did franchise tag Najoku. So, yeah, g- try to get Amari Cooper in Dynasty Leagues. I think that is the play to do. And... Even if you're, I'm seeing Amari Doubters excited about this. Like I, I think it's a, it's an okay move. I, I like it. Other news that's kind of on my mind right now is Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, after 20 years at Fox, are switching to ESPN for Monday Night Football. I personally, the problem with Monday Night Football isn't the commentating. It's the matchups just usually aren't that good. 
Now, I understand this past season, the matchups were actually good. It was good football. There were some good games. But you're also... ESPN's throwing a lot of money at commentating. You got Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, and then you're also on the same side going to have Peyton and Eli doing that little deal they do, which personally, I love that. I love the Peyton and Eli deal. I like, you know, all the smack talk and all the locker room stories. It's almost like a podcast. You get a little bit of humor while you're watching the game. It's, I'll I'll put it this way. I like watching Peyton and Eli when I'm watching football games alone. If I'm with a setting like a party, I, I would rather watch the other guys because I, it's more, I, when I'm watching at a party, I'm talking with my friends. We're yucking it up about the game. I don't need to be entertained when I'm watching with other people. But if I'm watching alone, I want to hear what Peyton and Eli have to say. I, they bring on Charles Barkley. They bring on Pat McAfee. They bring on great guests that people actually care about what they have to say. There's some neat inside stories. They even, Peyton and Eli made LeBron James likable. Like that made, it, they do a good job. So Monday Night Football, I, I'm not sure your problem is the commentating, even though Booger was awful. Your problem is the level of play. When when ESPN took Monday Night Football from ABC, the NFL, Sunday Night Football took over. The better games, Sunday Night Football is better than Monday Night Football. And that's sad for me because when I grew up as a kid, I looked forward to Monday Night Football every week. It was always a good matchup. John Madden and Al Michaels did a great job and it was a lot of fun. Nowadays, it's just some, um, if it wasn't for fantasy football, I would miss a lot of Monday Night Football. I'll just leave it at that. But this uh, Aikman and Joe Buck, I'm biased. I'm a Cowboys fan, so I have always liked Troy Aikman. I like his games. I know a lot of people do not like Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. I don't understand the hate. They are two of the best in the business. So it's this is a big move for ESPN to get these guys. But bottom line, I don't watch. I, I'm not watching these games for Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. It's this has to be a matchup I want to watch. So we'll see what matchups they get. And we'll see if ESPN can start to get some good matchups on Monday Night Football. I've been saying for a while, give us two games on Monday Night Football, flex them, and then get rid of Thursday Night Football. That would do a lot. And let Buck and Aikman stream the second game. They could do them both. I guess you'd have to stack them on top of each other, but send Peyton and Eli to one game and send Buck and Troy to the other. Problem solved. Get rid of Thursday night football. Add two Monday night football games. Everyone's happy. We all have a Merry Christmas. It's all I really want. So with that latest news, I am going to just break into just some of the free agent signings and give you a little bit of my reaction to them. But Julio Jones, the Titans released him. I... Does this hurt his legacy? He only had one touchdown catch. He had a nagging hamstring injury the whole season. I, I'm just curious to see who A.J. Brown can lure in this year with TikTok videos. What wide receiver is he going to go after now? It's I. Allen Robinson might be a decent fit there if he wants to go there, but personally, I don't mind Ryan Tannehill, but if I'm Allen Robinson, I'm going to try to go somewhere like where I can get like a very like maybe not end of his career quarterback, but probably at the least I would say Allen Robinson might go to the Raiders or the Chiefs, but he's going to take a little bit of a pay cut there. If I was a gambling man, I would say Julio goes to the Raiders. They're going to go after that big name guy. Hope he stays healthy. 
I think he still has some left in the tank. And also, if I was a gambling man, I would go to prize picks. That's my favorite place to play daily fantasy sports. It's You get two players, pick their lines. It's uh, them against their projection. You take the over, you take the under. It's a lot of fun. You use the promo code DUDES for a $100 match, up to a $100 match. So just type in DUDES. It really helps us out. It is our favorite place to do some picks. And uh, if you enjoy doing the picks, join our Discord. The link to our Discord will be in the show notes. And with all this March Madness stuff, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff happening on prize picks. So keep your eye on that. They got some bracket bargains you will not want to miss. So like as of right now, they got Hunter Dixon, the center for Michigan. His point total is normally 19.5. Right now it is 16.5. So he is a 15% off discount. I would definitely check that out. Also, I love their NFL future props. So you have to you have to pick two players. You can't just do one, but we got Justin Herbert, 4,750 0.5 yards. You're going to take the over on that. You're going to take the under on that. I feel like that's a pretty good line. Matt Stafford, over 4,700 yards. 4,700.5 yards. So those are two. You know, you got Justin Herbert at 4,750.5 yards and Matt Stafford at 4,700.5 yards. If you're listening to this right now and going, Stafford for sure is going over 4,700 yards, then you should play prize picks. Promo code DUDES. I personally, like they got Patrick Mahomes for an NFL Futures pick at 4,900 yards, 4,900.5 yards. Those are some pretty tough lines to me. Or my favorite, Trevor Lawrence, 3,950.5 yards. Is he going to be, is he going to bounce back this year? You know, they're getting him, he's got some new toys. He's got some nice new toys. Christian Kirk, Cardinals leading receiver from this past year, paid him a boatload of money. I I use the term Cardinals leading receiver very, very loosely, I will add. So I, that Trevor Lawrence, if you like that prop, get on prize picks. Promo code dudes really helps us out. Also, if you're enjoying this show so far, go ahead and hit the follow button. If you're on Apple, scroll down the bottom, hit the five stars, leave us a comment and review, talk about how much you enjoy me whispering into your ears and go to Spotify. They also have ratings as well. Click the rating. Give us five stars. We really love it. It really helps out the show. And remember, don't be rude. Tell a dude. If you just want to share us by word of mouth, that is our absolute favorite. So if you got a little friend that, you know, you're talking about football, go ahead and share the dudes. We'd really, really like that. So we covered the Julio watch. Now let's get into some, this is a little more of some defensive free agent signings, just some impact players I have seen on the defensive side of the ball that I have liked. And actually, before I get into that, Dolphins signed Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds. You know, they got the 49ers old offensive coordinator over there. And I, I really don't know if this helps anybody. I This is going to be a this is going to be just like the 49ers last year almost. It's going to be a running back by committee. Now, I'm going to give the edge to Raheem Mostert because he is used to that system, even though he just cannot stay healthy, unfortunately. I've always been a big Raheem Mostert fan, but it's just can he stay healthy? And this is a one-two punch. They're going to go with the hot hand. Do you want to play that game? Maybe a nice mid-round flyer in redraft. Who knows? Now to those defensive free agency signings. I just wanted to react on a couple of these 
Cowboys Nation has been up in arms all over Twitter about Randy Gregory. And personally, as a Cowboys fan, I am fine with letting him walk. They did some verbiage in his contract saying, you know, just some rules I, he didn't want to follow. So he ended up going to the Broncos. But I, I just don't know. Like he He's one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Don't get me wrong. But can he stay on the field? And when he is on the field, he does some knucklehead plays. So he's played five seasons. He's never had double-digit sacks in a season. And he's never played a full season. So it's just, will they get the production? Can he stay on the field? If so, great player. If he can cut down on those penalties, even better. But as a Cowboys fan, I think it. I, I am not too torn up about Randy Gregory. Definitely not losing sleep. I want to save that money to pay Micah Parsons because he's he is the guy. And I know pass rushers are not easy to find, but just... I, I want I want Parsons' hand in the dirt more than I want him standing. But him and Demarcus Lawrence pass rushing the quarterback. I'm more into an interior defensive pass rusher for the Cowboys personally. So it's a I I think it's a win win. I think it's possible both teams could have won this. I'm really you know waiting for somebody to get Bobby Wagner. Maybe Thursday's the day that Bobby Wagner signs with the team. Who knows? But. That's enough with Randy Gregory there. Hopefully he can get a full season. And then Chandler Jones. I, I like this move for the Raiders. Everyone keeps talking about how Chandler Jones had 10 and a half sacks last year. That's really good. But if you go back to week one, we went to week one with Baker Mayfield's good game. I'm going to go back to week one with Chandler Jones' big game. He had five sacks in that game. Remember, he just tore Taylor Luan up ate him for breakfast, lunch, dinner, maybe even dessert. But half of his sacks came against the Titans. And yeah, so I, I'm those numbers are a little... Hey, it's hard to get a sack in the NFL. So five in a game, that's incredible. But he only got five, five and a half more after that. So his stats were definitely a little boosted week one, I would say. But the Raiders need somebody opposite side of Max Crosby, and Chandler Jones is a great fit. It, it's a good move. I like it. They got to be able to put pressure on quarterbacks in the AFC West. It's not Khalil Mack. It's not Bosa. But this is a great start for them to competing with the Chiefs, competing with the Broncos. Max, Max, Mad Max. He's he's good. He finally got his money. Chandler Jones on the opposite side. It it's good if they could bolster up that offensive line, get cars some more weapons, maybe, just maybe, they could, uh, they usually play the Chiefs pretty tough every year other than this year. Maybe they can sneak one from the Chiefs. And the Chargers are still the Chargers. For whatever reason, they find ways to just mess things up. I know they got a lot of guys, but it's turf. I hate turf. You got guys, it's just the turf. I, I wish the NFL for a new rule would get rid of turf. That would be a great start. Get rid of turf, play on grass the way God intended football to be played. That would be my favorite. But Chandler Jones, the Raiders, I think it's a solid move on the opposite side of Max. It, it's a good deal. And then Zadarius Smith, I man, I wish Jordan was here to correct this. I feel like I am saying this totally wrong, but Zadarius Smith reuniting with the Ravens, I think this is a good move. He had a pretty good couple seasons with the Packers going back to Baltimore. 
Let's see if they can make a bounce back this year. They should be able to make a bounce back because what they did last year was totally unacceptable. Hopefully Lamar can stay healthy. Another pass rusher on the defensive side of the field. And then the last just big defensive signing that happened is Von Miller. I like I understand the Bills want to win and they want to win right now. They got the offense to do it. They are trying to get that defense so they can beat the Chiefs. You know, everybody's chasing the Chiefs, even though the Bengals were the team that did it. I just, Von Miller had a good season this past year. He did really good with the Rams. But you have to remember, he had Aaron Donald in the interior making a lot of pressure, and that really freed him up around the edge. He is going to be one of the main guys in Buffalo. And also, it's a six-year contract. So when this contract expires, he'll be 38 years old. The oldest guy in the NFL, on the oldest defensive guy in the NFL last year was the Bucks, Steve McClendon. And uh, he played in the regular season. He turned 36 in January. So whether Von Miller can play this whole contract, I'm sure they got it figured out, so it's not going to affect him. But they are in win-now mode. The clock is quick. The clock is ticking with Vaughn. So I it'll be interesting to see how he does it without he's definitely not what he once was with the Broncos. He's at the end of his career. So good for him getting all that money. These these guys are getting just crazy money right now with from Vaughn Miller to Christian Kirk and Devontae Adams is saying he's not going to get franchise tagged. So this offseason will be fun. My biggest question about Von Miller, is he the missing piece for the Buffalo Bills to win a Super Bowl? Please let us know. I've had fun. I like doing these Thursday thoughts, these Thursday thoughts with Trent shows. Let me know how you like them. Join our Discord. Uh, use the promo code DUDES on prize picks. Thank you for tuning in, guys. We will see you on Monday. We got a really fun draft planned. We are going to be drafting things that need to make a comeback. So, you can think of stuff that you remembered as a childhood that you wish would have come back. Let me know. It really helps. But right now, I think our leader for things that need to make a comeback is, I'm just going to say Blockbuster. Blockbuster needs to make a comeback. That was a some of my best childhood memories were Blockbuster. Going in there, picking out a movie. Probably spent way too much time in there. Just like I'm spending way too much time wrapping up this show. We will see you on Monday. Going to have a draft. Going to recap some more free agency stuff. Going to have some prize picks. Going to talk some March Madness. We will see you next time. Take care. This has been another episode of the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. Remember to rate, review, and follow. For more information, go to www.thefantasyfootballdudes.com. And remember, we are sorry for absolutely nothing.